Hey everybody, I'm so glad you came today to listen to my podcast called Redefining Caregiving. This is Samantha Dam. Hey, I was thinking of um, how fall is here and you know, boy, the summer just goes by fast as ever and I just love every season of the year. I especially love spring and fall. So this time of year, I'm not sure why, you know, we all have different reasons why we like different times of the year. But I think for me, it was that I felt like as a child, I felt sort of, hmm, when we were poor and, you know, I couldn't drive and there was a lot of setbacks. I lived far away from my friends and I, I often felt like I was left out of a lot of the things that my friends were doing. And um, so I think as a kid, I hate to say it, but I relished in the fact, <laughs> tell me you haven't done this yourself, right? You relish in the fact that nobody else can get out of the house or go anywhere because it's raining or whatever. (laughs) I hate to admit it, but I think that's where it comes from. I had this thing about, oh, it's winter. That means everyone else is probably going to be trapped inside and not having as much fun either. (laughs) Boy, that says a lot about me, right? No, I'm just kidding. You know, that is true though. I think that we tend to kind of think, hmm, if they're not, if we're having fun, everyone should be having fun. But if I'm not having fun, Nobody should be having fun. (laughs) As a kid, anyway, that's kind of what I think I felt. All my friends are out driving around and having a good time. And then all of a sudden, it was time for me to, uh, you know, we had to stay indoors. It was fall. And winter was coming. And I also think that we tend to like the winter because we know the holidays are coming up. And we tend to enjoy that time of year because we get to be with our family more. And uh, the weather does restrict us, depending on where you live. I live in the Pacific Northwest uh, my entire life. So for me, it was just like, you know, we had winters that weren't really harsh, um, but we had, you know, snow and we had the cold and the rain and all, lots of rain. And I just say all that because I'm kind of leading up to what I want to talk about today. And that is that, you know, a lot of times caregivers get left behind and left at home while everyone else is out having fun. And it can be very, very frustrating because you really just want, you, f- you feel like your life is just passing you by sometimes. Like, you know, everyone's, even if it's just a short time, you know, you think every year is important in your life. And so what has to happen is you have to come to, um, as a caregiver, I want to offer some advice for you that helped me a lot. Well, first of all, you can find joy wherever you're at. You can create happiness wherever you are. I truly believe that. There's people who are in way worse situations, sitting in prison, sitting in places that are horrendous living conditions, yet you see them you know, on, you see them on these shows where they're like really poverty stricken families in other countries, but what matters to them is connection. And what we need to do is find a sort of connection. You know, you're very lucky to live in a time. I mean, really blessed to live in a time where you have social connection, but you can get on the internet and have at any time you want, you can get on there and you can get on Facebook. You can do a live chat or Skype with someone If you don't don't know what those things are, they're video chats where you can get on the computer, someone else gets on their computer, and you hook up a little phone number in there, and voila, there you go. You're on the screen looking at somebody from another country or wherever they live. So their opportunities are, are just great right now. I mean, when I was caregiving, for me, even as a kid, I had to come up with some pretty creative ways to be social, like 
with the few people I had around me. So what we did was we just created fun. My mom was really good at showing us how to have a good time. When it was a storm or something was going on, she'd say, hey, you know, let's have a party. Let's get the blankets out, throw them all over the floor and make some tents and you know, we'd get, you know, popcorn and we'd just do, we had a gas stove, so we would turn it on if it was cold and we lost the electricity. She always made it really fun. So I'm really lucky I had a mom who, you know, was creative. And that's the key word, right? It's creative. You are, we're all creators of something. We all either, especially women, because we create life. And if we don't create life, we nurture, we bring creation through everything that we do we bring something into existence okay so creativity is crucial in caregiving but I think what it is is that we need to find out what it is we enjoy and then we go from there if you enjoy food you know you can have a little picnic inside if you enjoy giving invite the neighbors over or even just one person maybe a kid in the neighborhood or a teenager who's bored You know, have somebody come over and interact with them. Don't isolate yourself. Isolating yourself is very dangerous for your health. So even if you're not feeling like the company is going to be the greatest company, you know, like maybe your neighbors are a bunch of grumpy old men. Who knows? You just have to try. You have to reach out to them and make it fun yourself. Because sometimes the cool part is that you become the fun in their life. And that's rewarding. You know, as caregivers, we do things for people all the time and we get used to that feeling of being needed so it kind of just feels like we're not sometimes because we don't always hear it all the people get comfortable but when you do it for some a stranger you ever notice how they're so grateful generally they're just so grateful and it kind of restores your kind of refuels your energy like a little bit don't you think it does me so you know you have to be creative where you are you are the joy you want to see you have to bring it from within yourself you have to know what you like you have to know if you love music that's cheap you can do that turn on some good music if you love to draw if you love to paint if you love to do any sort of artwork include it into your caregiving and stop focusing on everyone else stop thinking about what everyone else is doing (laughs) you don't need to worry about everyone else you can barely get by yourself all right What you need to worry, not worry about, but what you need to concern yourself with is your day-to-day activities, bringing something into the daily mix to keep it, you know, alive, to keep the fun there. So during the holidays coming up and the winter coming up, we, we all need to be inspired to not succumb to staying inside and becoming depressed, but to create our own environment that can stir up more happiness, more happy hormones. And happy hormones are produced when we laugh, when we enjoy ourselves, when we hug and we love people. So for me, I just love watching a good comedy. I love the movie What About Bob? I just love that movie. I can't stop laughing even if I've seen it a hundred times. And I'm not one to watch movies over and over. I usually like to watch them once and I'm done. But there are just a few that just make me laugh. I put them in like medicine. I pop that CD in. Or order it off Netflix or wherever I can or you know any place I can get that movie if I can find it so don't ever get rid of those DVDs that you know you love because you'll regret it I used to have um, a collection of the Golden Girls DVDs my mom had and my daughter she convinced me she did it I got rid of them 
uh, we downsized. I got rid of 90% of what I own and became a minimalist. And I thought, man, I didn't even know that principle about surrounding yourself with the things that really spark joy in your life. But at the time, I didn't think about it. <laughs> now I wish I had it. So um, just surround yourself with the things that you love that bring out that happy hormone and not just in you, whoever you're taking care of. Because if you see, if they see you laughing, they're going to want to start, they're going to wonder, what is she laughing about? Like, what is she watching on TV? And then you can start doing something together. Look forward to something different. And you know, you can always do things together or they're just maybe watching you, but that's entertaining. You know, like they kind of count on you a lot of times to bring the joy to them. And you have to be able to do that. But if you're not used to it, it can be kind of tricky. Like I'm not a creative person. I've heard people say, and I'm like, you know, you're not, you're, everyone is creative. We all know how to create things. If you, if we didn't know how to make things, we wouldn't be able to feed ourselves. We wouldn't be able to dress ourselves. So we all have a level of creativity, but some things we enjoy more than others. So you need to mix the creativity with things you enjoy, right? And you have the internet. You can get on the internet anytime you want, look something up and be inspired. So you really have no excuse not to be creative. You just have to do it. It's just like taking your medicine. And so I encourage you to take your happy hormone medicine and get yourself ready for the fall because it's a beautiful time of year. No matter where you look, it's beautiful. And I want you to go gather some leaves, you know, go, go do that thing you used to do when you were a kid where you took the crayons and colored over the leaves and made a really beautiful pattern through the paper. You know, in the winter time, I love seeing my clients because they get so excited. I bring my bag of goodies and they'd be like, what are we going to do? What are you going to make me today? And I'm like, well, I'm going to make us some snowflakes. And I'd have women gathered around the table with some wrapping paper and they would just watch me. They didn't have to do it themselves because they're arthritis. They couldn't really do what I was doing, but they always liked it when I'd make the snowflakes because it was always a different when we opened it up, it was, oh, oh, you know, and then, and then I give it to the, like everybody get the snowflakes and I put them all over their doors and where they lived. And they were just so proud of it. You know, like this is just what Sam made me today, you know, and they just loved it. Little things like that. Like we don't think are important, but they just are. They'll take them through the entire season, you know, and there's, there's 2019 year Christmas check. You got the whole season covered with the whole door covered. And you you know, every time you see them, you're just kind of cheering them up and bringing a spirit of a beautiful, happy spirit to them. And that's an easy thing to do. And come on, admit it. You know, you love making snowflakes. Who doesn't? (laughs) Just if you don't know how, go look it up on the internet. (laughs) Go to the library. It's so easy. You just take a piece of thin paper. Wrapping paper is cheap. You could get it at a thrift store. And uh, or on a clearance rack, and you just fold it up. You can even use what I love to use is um, uh, what am I thinking? Coffee filters, and you can use the brown ones, and you can spray them, or you can put glitter on them. But you can use a uh, coffee because they're really thin. So when you fold them, you can get them nice and small. Just a little tip there, and get a tiny little sharp pair of scissors. Sometimes those scissors for um, like nose hairs, you know, like trimming your facial hairs. <laughs> Those are perfect for making the tiny snowflakes. So anyway, now I'm getting my creative juices flowing. I'm getting very excited about this coming winter, but I first had to deal with fall. So come on now, get back, Sam, rain it in here. I get so excited about these crafts and things. I had a craft room in, in every place I've ever lived. And even now I'm living in a very small trailer. 
by choice, I'm living in a small trailer to write my book, and I love it. I'm downsizing. I'm living as a minimalist. But guess what? I won't give up. I will not give up my crafter's box. I won't. Simply won't. Because when I didn't have it, the first thing I wanted was to go do some crafts when I was feeling kind of down. I was like, hmm, I'm kind of bored here. I need something to do. So I stenciled some cabinets that I had in my trailer and just had some fun. So anyway, I'm going off track here, but I think you get my point. My point is that when you're feeling like it's fall or winter and you're not having fun and maybe everyone else is indoors, you know, with their family and friends, you have one person, yourself, and you're worth it, okay? If you think someone else is worth it, they think you're worth it. And so everyone thinks you're worth it if they know you. And if they don't know you and don't think you're worth it, they shouldn't know you anyway. (laughs) Get rid of that person. (laughs) And if it's you, stop thinking like that because you need to start thinking better about yourself. You deserve to have a good time and you can make your own good time. Start making snowflakes for yourself. You do it for yourself first and everyone else will want to be a part of it. Okay, now I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to encourage you for this fall to embrace embrace the joy and creativity and to um, not, not think about everybody else, okay? Just think about your own daily creative life and enjoy every season. Enjoy this entire beautiful gift that we have, which is the ability to even walk or talk or treat other people and be kind to them. That's a huge blessing. And if you want to learn more about how to do any of these things, not just crafts, if you want to learn how to take better care of yourself, get organized, uh, learn how to deal with the caregiver crisis that's coming up ahead, plan for the future, anything related to caregiving. I've got over three decades of experience in caregiving and I can help you. I I promise I can help you. Give me a call at 1-844-726-3266. And my website is www.samdam.com. That's S-A-M-D-A-M-M. Two Marys. Yep. Hey, I'm married into that name and I'm not about to get rid of it. It's too much fun. (laughs) It's too much fun. I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't with that name, right? Okay, I'll stop. I better let you go. Hey, you guys give me a a call or do something. Just reach out, okay? Don't stay isolated inside your caves. Just don't do it. Life is way too short. And this life that you're living as a caregiver today, it doesn't mean it's going to be the same in a year. It doesn't look like it's going to be the same in five years. You have no idea what's up ahead. And I want you to get excited about how wonderful it could be. Like, look at me. I'm doing podcasting. I'm writing a book. I'm teaching people about caregiving. I would have never thought that was possible years ago when I was in the trenches with my mom. So chin up, get your creative juices flowing and bring in that happy hormone stuff right into your house right now. Okay, you have a good one. Don't forget to include yourself into the care you give every day, every single day. Bye for now.